Welcome to another episode of Maverick Hockey Live podcast. My guest today is the Mankato Free Press sports editor, Shane Frederick. Welcome to the podcast, Shane. And we're going to jump in talking about Mount Royal game. Okay. So kind of about what you thought, first impressions, thoughts about maybe, you know, how the rookie played. Obviously, we've got three um, rookies that scored some goals and just everyone else. What, what are your thoughts? Take me through it. You know, it's it's always those those first games, those those exhibition games are so... I never want to put too much stock into them because I think one, the coaches are trying different things with different uh, lineups and different formations and um, combinations. I mean, and I think that to put too much stock into what you see uh, as a a indicator of what's to come, uh, I I just, I just always never want to do that because it's, they've had games and I go back, you know, this is going to be my 20th season covering MSU hockey, believe it or not. And, you know, there were there were years where they would win one of those exhibition games, nine nothing. And then the regular season would start and you'd realize that, oh, everything's different now. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but at the same time, I think those things are good. Those games are great for teams to kind of get uh, their legs under them a little bit. They got a tough schedule right off the bat. So they have to come out and try to figure out, you know, what kind of team they have and that sort of thing and how, how they can play and kind of, as Jared Spooner uh, said to me after the game, yep. you know, get the dust off, he said. And so I think they did a little of that. I think the rookies, you know, we didn't get to see Nathan Smith. He was uh, um, banged up, wasn't able to play. Um, sounds like it wasn't serious. But the, uh, you know, Ryan Sandlin scores a goal. Uh, Cade Borchardt scores a goal, um, and I, I think to you see what uh, they were able to do uh, was interesting. I thought Ryan Sandlin played a great game uh, start to finish. I thought that line was really good all night. So you see little instances like that. Um, it's funny you didn't really see the the big line do a ton. Yeah, you know, exactly. Mark Michaelis and and uh, uh, Parker Toomey and 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 Charlie Gerard. Gerard had a few good scoring chances and, and wasn't able to, to finish. Um, I think those three are going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so for the most part, I just thought like my impression is, you know, hockey's back, they're back on the ice, mm-hmm. they're getting their legs under them. And, uh, we're going to find out a lot more about them. I think Friday night against, uh, Arizona state than uh, we did against Mount, Mount Royal, by the way, Mount Royal being, I thought a pretty good hockey team, yeah, pretty good actually. test because, uh, I've seen, them bring in teams that uh, have really struggled, and then I wonder if the uh, Mavericks get anything out of it. And the next night, Mount Royal went up and tied the Gophers two-two. Yeah, I saw so that actually. I, I think that kind of is indicative that there was a pretty good uh, team to play against to start things off. That it wasn't uh, just uh, let's go out there, throw some pucks around, exactly, and, and, and just try to do it. Yeah. That that exact I did see I think you tweeted that out and it was two two and I was very actually impressed with that because of exactly what you said is you never know with exhibition games you just want to get one under the belt and will you have a good team will you not so the fact that that actually played a good team and a lot of the freshmen came up I was the most surprised with yeah I did see the Nathan Smith I think a lot of people were like why is Nathan <laughs> Smith playing and it's like okay he's got some minor injuries but it's also an exhibition game so it's not. Yeah, in the not past, huge. Right. In the past, they've they've dressed everybody. Um, and so oftentimes you don't necessarily see that guys are, are, are banged up or that sort of thing. But they had a few who, have, you know, I'm sure people came and they wanted to see the freshman. Everyone wants yeah. to see the freshman play. He's an NHL draft pick. 
So I think, you know, there's probably, and he was the preseason rookie of the year in the WCHA. So I'm sure a lot of people wanted to see uh, what that guy looked like. They didn't get that chance. Same with Jackson Stauber in goal. I'm sure he would have got a period in goal yeah, exactly. had, he played, had he been uh, ready to play. But it sounds like talking to Mike Hastings after the game that uh, um, nothing real serious day to day. Go to practice this week and kind of figure out uh, what uh, what the team looks like going into ASU. There was a big thing that you kind of did on like Mankato Free Press. It's the same team once you look at it because you've only lost Max Coda from last year. There's still so many different spots because you gained like seven to eight kids. Is this the year is the question that I'm kind of going to ask. And I think everyone's kind of wondering, is this the year that they're going to take it? You have everyone from that team that did so great last year. So what are you thinking about that? Well, I think, I mean, there's a reason that they're number three in the country right off the bat. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, uh, Brad Schlossman from the Grand Forks Herald is a pretty good, uh, probably the best college hockey writer out there. Um, you know, he picked them number one in the country, which I thought was a bold move. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't necessarily say they're going to win the national championship or not, but they're definitely in the conversation and should be in the conversation. I think, uh, you know, you you look at last season and going into last year, if, you know, if we were talking at this time a year ago, there were a lot of question marks yeah. about what that team was. Well, do they have a goaltender? Um, what's, is, is Mark Michaelis going to handle, you know, going to, to play center exactly. in place of C.J. Cease, uh, who graduated after a phenomenal career and a phenomenal season? So you had all those questions going in, and boom, they go off the bat. They have a, have a, a good start to the year and a tough schedule, you know, sweeping BU, splitting up at North Dakota. And, and really just in, in, you know, playing great in, in league play and getting, you know, back to the national tournament and, you know, winning the WCHA and winning the WCHA champion, um, playoff championship. So you put all that stuff together and you just take out Max Coda and you insert whoever and create that competition. I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think the sky's, the sky's the limit for this yeah. team. And I think their expectations should be super high. And I think fans' expectations should be super high. I mean, you you come into the season and go, they have a they have a chance. They Absolutely. have a real chance to 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 win it all. Now they have a tough schedule, and starting this weekend, you know who knows what what can get yeah, uh, exactly. th- what kind of wrenches get thrown into things. But uh, I think right now, yeah, they um, you know I don't know what I know what they're saying publicly, and that's that it's October and they have a lot to do between now and April, et cetera, yep. et cetera, and that's that's what they're going to say. Uh, but you know, you kind of read between the lines a little bit, and 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 you've interviewed enough of the players and and people involved that I think their expectations are to go further. Oh, and yeah. um, I, I think they look at this and say this can be the year. And when you look at the the seniors on the team and what their careers have been like, and uh, I don't think they want this to be a stepping stone to something yeah, else before exactly. they leave. I think they expect that this is a team that can you know, win that first NCAA game, get to the Frozen Four, maybe compete for a national championship. That's exactly what I was actually going to talk about next is, you know, we get to the tournament and it's it's hard because we have such a good team, we feel, and then we get to the tournament and it's it's harder for us <laughs> to kind of get through it. I've noticed that. But like any other team, that's such a big stage to go on. It's, yeah, we've got the WCJ and that's a hard conference, but you go to this big stage, you got UMD, you got, you know, you've got who we played last year. We played Providence. Providence, yeah. yeah. I mean, who we didn't maybe think was a contender maybe a little bit and all of a sudden they came out yeah and I, I you know look I mean that's the one thing that's hanging over this team uh what what's their national reputation right like right now what do you see in the stories that have come out you know whether I've written them 
or other people have written them. I saw another one that came out today online uh, by the Star Tribune. What's the theme? The theme is, can this team get it done at the yeah, national absolutely. level in March? And they they know that. They know that that's what the reputation is. They know that that's what they have to overcome um, because if they go there again and, and go one and done, people are going to say, hey, you know, that's the one area that they have not been able to get over the hump at. And they have to do that. And, and that's... That's a that's a big step. It's hard in a single elimination tournament play. Absolutely. Uh, they don't play series like uh, they do in the NHL. Um, so or in the USHL where a lot of these guys came from in junior hockey. So they have to go out and be re- prepared to play their best game uh, each time they go out in the national tournament because yeah. um, one slip and suddenly, you know, like last year, you're up three nothing. It's three one after one. You're feeling pretty good, and then uh, you know the wheels come off for a while, and it's a tie game. And then anything can happen in the third period, and you know one penalty, and it's kind of game over. So I think there you're learning different lessons <laughs> with yeah, all absolutely. of these, because each one of these has been. It's not like they've lost them the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've had different uh, different things have happened, and until they. Uh, they have to find ways to get over that uh, to to get some of those things out of their system. Is it coincidence? Is it a trend? Um, I don't really know, but I, I think that certainly they've put together a good enough team uh, to go further than they have, and have just been you know the victim of the one and done thing and and kind of doing that them, to themselves um, with you know a couple penalties in third periods in the last two years and things like that. So this is a big game. They've got Arizona State for the, like basically the home opener. Then the next game, actually, they have North Dakota at home as well. So these two weekends are going to be pretty pivotal, in my opinion, maybe, just to see. And then they're going to be hard for the guys. And they're, I think, last year we played them like December 2018. They went down to Arizona, I think, for a tournament, yep. right? And we tied with them like 2-2. Tied and then uh, lost in the shootout, I believe. Yep. Yep. So that's kind of maybe even looking over the shoulder. How are you thinking this game is going to go about? Is it going to be chippy it's pretty <laughs> fast-paced game how are you, know, you thinking I, I th- well it's interesting arizona state was you know they were really the surprise team of college hockey last mm-hmm. year they're still a fairly new program they're still in an in uh, playing an independent schedule they're not in a conference yet there's always talk about you know are they going to be a team that wants to be in the nchc did the wcha going to bring them in is this new collection uh this new conference that's going to start up in yeah. two years are they going to bring them in whoever it might be um, but in the meantime, they had a, a schedule last year where they played some uh, very good opponents uh, that helped them get their pairwise up. They won games. They had the nation's leading goal scorer and Johnny Walker, and he's back. Uh, you know, they're they're a good team, and if they can continue to uh, play well and uh, win games, they're going to be able to recruit better. Once they get their uh, rink situation going down there, they're going to be a pretty good program. So. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know exactly uh, have the 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 matchups or in the uh, the scouting report yeah. on them, but I think they have a, a lot of players back, and I think they are a confident group that is going to kind of take what they did last year and see if they can improve upon it. Um, and uh, you know, to come here on the road to start. I know they split last weekend at home, but they that means they have a couple games under their belt already, so they're going to be a little fresher now they've had to travel half the yeah <laughs> across right? the half a continent to get here but um I, I expect them to be two pretty good games um and considering the two teams tied last year uh in december then uh i, I think that 
you know, I, I would expect them to be to be pretty good. I, I know st- there's still people around Mankato going Arizona State. Like, really? What? Yeah. Where but, is this coming yeah, from? But it's you know, it's legit. There, this is a this is a good test. And then, like you said, then North Dakota a week later, um, uh, a team that you know they're going to have a little chip on their shoulder, oh, not yeah. being in the national tournament last year, and um, really trying to kind of get them uh, themselves back on track just going to talk about maybe who you thought. So you wrote an article on Mark Michaelis senior year. And I read that and I thought it was like an absolutely great article. And you talked about him and his WCHA preseason player of the year. Their team was all preseason team for college hockey news. We had 42 points last year coming into this 118 over three seasons. So is he going to be a guy that a lot of people look to a lot of people looked for him to carry the team and kind of help them even with Arizona State and just in the season yeah I think so I mean he's he's the leader of the team right I mean he's he comes in with uh you know three great years of of experience so far he's improved uh each of those years he's added elements to his game over those years I think he's pretty motivated he's a pretty motivated kid uh, he's not really even a kid anymore, obviously. Right? He's, he's he's pretty motivated. I asked him a lot in that story about you know how much pressure he puts on himself, and he really said he doesn't really like thinking about it as pressure. I mean, if there's pressure at all, and this part didn't get it was a long story, and that this part kind of got cut out. But mm-hmm. he t- he did talk about if there's pressure at all on the team, it's kind of on on him to try to alleviate that pressure from the rest okay. of the team. So I think he understands his role as as a leader, as a captain, as the number one center on the you know um, you know on top line guy plays the power play plays penalty kill takes big face offs um, has improved his defensive game and has some motivation not only to lead this team uh, but also some motivation for his you know his whole career ahead of him exactly uh, he chose to come back he had opportunities to leave he chose to come back and when when players do that there's usually uh, it's not usually for completely selfish reasons. I mean, he can he he can do a lot for himself individually by yep. having a great senior year and having NHL teams watching what he's doing. But I think some of that motivation is really for um, where he thinks this team can go and that he wants to be part of that. So I think that's a lot of what that was about. Um, if anything takes some pressure off of him, though, it's that it's a you know potentially loaded. Uh, forward group yeah he doesn't have to carry all the weight he has to be a leader of some sort but when you look at Parker Toomey Charlie Girard Jake Jaremko hoping to bounce back from uh you know some a little bit of a sophomore slump yep you know you can go down the list of names guys who scored 20 plus points double digit points all those guys are back and I I think that that alleviates a little bit of pressure off of him because if a team decides to key on him defensively, well, then pick your poison because somebody else is going to step up. So I think that kind of takes a little bit off of him. And I, I so, but definitely uh, all eyes are on him nationally, yeah, WCHA here in Mankato. And you even talked about, you know, a lot of the forwards. I was looking at the roster and kind of counted it all out. It's about 17 forwards, nine defensemen, and three goalies on this team. Obviously, you want a lot of forwards, but that's kind of the same thing you were talking about is if for some reason something happens or something goes wrong, there's another person. The depth of this team is just incredible. Last year, I thought it was great, too. This year, I just... It's insane. I mean, preseason, you know, preseason rookie of the year, Nate Smith, you've got... 
rookies that stepped up in exhibition games. You've got people who came in that you obviously knew were front runners. And I think that this just goes into how explosive this team is going to be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's that's where, and, and this was kind of the theme of Saturday night, going back to the Mount Royal game for a second. You know, when you have uh, the freshmen play as well as they did, um, they they know there's competition there, right? They know that uh, this is there. I remember a couple of years ago when they basically had 12 forwards because of yeah. injuries and other things. And I remember coach Hastings would say, you know, they can count to 12, meaning, you know, you're going to play 12 forwards every night. Yep. And so if there's only 12 guys, everybody knows they're going to play. Right. Yep. So if there are 15, 16, 17 guys, uh, there's a, there's a lot of guys who are going to be sitting in, yeah. sitting in the stands watching or staying in Mankato when the team goes on a road trip. And so they all want to play. They all expect to be part of this team. There aren't very many players that I can identify right now to say, hey, that guy's just a good guy who's a practice guy who hangs around and, and maybe will get a chance here or there. They've had a few of those guys the last few years. Yep. I don't see any right now on that roster. That doesn't mean over time things can change. And then adding on to that is the idea that, hey, some of these guys are going to be here for four years. So if they don't get Absolutely. their shot this year, look for them next year or the year after that mm -hmm. because they're going to graduate, you know, uh, some significant players um, after this year. So, you know, everyone's like, well, what are they going to do? Well, they're going to put together, they're going to put the best team they think they're putting on the ice exactly. uh, every night. Absolutely. Like this, we've just talked about, we've hammered it and this is the team and they're going to put whoever is going to get that job done. You're not going to be like, oh, you know, we're going to put in, you know, Sandalin Borker or whoever, because, you know, we need, they need some ice time. No, if they show what they've got at practice, you got to put them on and you got to trust the team to get you there. And you talked about this. I want to come back to this. You talked about this, which is really interesting, kind of the WCHA talk and everything that's going on with that conference, right? Maybe Arizona State's coming in. You know, you know you've got who is staying in Minnesota State, Bemidji, Bowling Green, Ferris State, Lake Superior State, Michigan Tech, and Northern Michigan. Actually, they're all leaving. Are they they're all, yeah, they're, yeah, they're all they're leaving. All leaving. <laughs> My bad. All leaving. And then who is staying is Huntsville. Well, that, that leaves Huntsville, Anchorage, and, and uh, Fairbanks. And yeah. We'll see what... Uh, what happens with with them and what happens with the league? I, I you can't really have a three team conference. No. So I, I, you know, it's interesting. The 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 you know that news came out in, at the end of June, and there really hasn't been many, much news since then. And mm -hmm. um, I keep trying to find some things out here and there, but uh, it's they've stayed pretty quiet on it. And um, I would have thought by now we might have known a little bit more, exactly. maybe a, a name of a conference or what they're going to do um, if they're going to have seven teams, if they're really looking for an eighth. You know, you, you know, we mentioned Arizona state, who knows what they'll do. They had some success as an independent, maybe they'll want to stay that way. Exactly. Um, but at the same time, you know, then there's St. Thomas, throw them in the mix They're Uh, they just got an invitation to go uh, to, to the summit league, which does not have hockey or football. So they're going to have to make some decisions what to do with those sports. Yeah. So would St. Thomas be a, a, a school, uh, that would fit into that uh, group. I certainly think they do. I wrote about it in my column that ran uh, in uh, Tuesday's Free Press mm -hmm. that I think, you know, geographically um, and everything else, they make a lot of sense. Um, they they have a lot to do to get ready for that. Yep. But um, I think if they're going to be a Division One program, uh, I see no reason why uh, why they wouldn't want to try to bring them in. Yeah, and what's interesting about the St. Thomas thing is isn't there a protocol you kind of got to go to? They're D3 
can you do that jump to D1? <laughs> That's what I was talking with my, my brother's an alum from there. Yeah, so we I am were an talking, alum there from there. Are you uh, yes, really? Okay, so we were talking, we're like, can you do that jump? Do you have to go D2? Or their facilities are so amazing that, well, you know. No, I mean, the, really the rules are you have to go D2 and it's a basically almost a 12 year process um, that you have to stay at D2 for almost eight years. But with this, uh, with their... With their circumstances, yeah. them getting kicked out of the MIAC, with them getting this invitation to the Summit League that would be open in two years, if they've done their due diligence about D2 and that there's no interest from a D2 conference, say the Northern Sun or whoever, they're going to apply for a waiver to get those rules waived. The NCAA, uh, I know they have, they have a lot of rules, but boy, they they pick and choose when to apply those rules. Yeah, so, exactly. So if uh, they decide that they want to uh, waive the, the, those rules for St. Thomas and throw them right in uh, in two years and that they're division one and they're ready to go, uh, it would not shock me. But if it, if it does happen from a hockey standpoint, I would think that um, if I were the, the people kind of running this new conference, I would hope that they're already having discussions with them about what it would take. Uh, and what they need to do, you know, discussions both ways about um, how that how that would possibly work. So I think we've hammered everything that we need to hammer home, even getting some St. Thomas talk in there. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining yeah. us on this podcast, Shane. Make sure to follow him and his blogs and stuff, everything on MankatoFreePress.com. He also has a Twitter, Puckato, if you wanted to do that. But everything Mankato Free Press has everything you ever wanted. I looked on the articles and they've got so much information about Maverick Hockey that it's a really good thing and you guys should follow it. But thank you so much. You're welcome. 